Let's talk about uh, student loans. I feel like it's a big okay. topic uh, recently, and especially with a lot of people going back to uh, school, as a lot of schools are have already started or are starting up uh, pretty soon. Um, uh, topic that may be front of mind and then as well with uh, won't get into like if you've already got student loans but I think it would be helpful for those maybe who um, are maybe just starting out college or maybe senior year of high school uh, as well as uh, maybe if you're a parent or guardian of someone who's in that uh, stage of life I thought it might be helpful just to talk through um, uh, maybe some ideas we had that you can get ahead through the college experience versus kind of getting buried as we see a lot of people um, already uh, kind of have been. I was looking up some stats um, before this, um, and it looks like about there's currently about 1.6 trillion dollars of student loan uh, debt in the Man. U.S., which is just crazy. Um, and then that averages out the the estimate is I think this is from last year, but there's about 37,000 a person, mm. um, which still just seems like a lot. I mean, that's yeah. a decent car or possibly even a down payment on a house. Um, uh, so definitely, I think it's something that if, you know, if left by itself, it seems like something that could hold some people back or at least delay them being able to get on some good financial footing because you've got to kind of overcome that um, as well. Um, so as we get into it, one one thing that we did talk about a few weeks ago, if you want to elaborate on this a little more, uh, Cody, is we talked about the role parents can possibly play in this if they would like to. You know, mm -hmm. we kind of mentioned it's optional, um, but we listed a few things, um, you know, that parents could kind of help out with. So I guess we'll start out with that. Um, if there's anything you wanted to add or if you just want to reference it back to, uh, you know, some of our other discussions. Yeah, we talked about uh, 529 plans and some other options. Uh, I believe it was two or three podcasts ago. So definitely go back and take a look at that. Uh, there's definitely a lot of ways to, you know, help start your kids off uh, on the right foot. Because let's be real, like student loans, it's just uh, it's such a burden. Um, I, I know people that are well into their 30s and 40s that talk about like just not being able to pay off their student loans. And, you know, we, we talk about how much debt can affect you and affect your financial future. And uh, student loans are, you know, just just on top of that. And uh, a fact that some people may not know, if I'm not mistaken, you correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I don't believe you can go bankrupt due to your student loans. Um, I, don't I believe you still so. have to yeah, pay those so. off. Yeah. And so um, and I think that's because the government really regulates those. Um, and there's unless it, I believe you, you can get when you get private ones and, and, and there's a, there's a lot going on with student loans, but the government uh, kind of regulates the student loans. And so anyway, to my knowledge, uh, you cannot go bankrupt because of that. And so that that's kind of scary. And especially with um, shoot, I've, I've heard of, you know, two, $300,000 in student mm -hmm. loans going yeah. through graduate school. And that's just scary. You know, that's a house. And <laughs> yeah. as you were saying, the average is $37,000. That's basically a four year public school college degree and you know that it, it's just it's so daunting and and you know i feel blessed to have to had the scholarships that i've had and and be able to you know work and, and do other things to be able to prevent this mm -hmm. but um for those that do have it though i don't want to like discourage you i mean your education is is super important um and if you do have student loans like don't think like oh i've just made the worst financial decision in the world like you'll 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 get past it. it's all right 
Um, but definitely we want to tackle those debts. Um, and we've, we've referenced, um, you know, ways to, to tackle debt in, in past podcasts. So do, do check those out. Um, uh, but going to like 529 plans, um, you know, you can really, really help your kids out. Uh, you can get about 18 years of growth, you know, throwing two, three, 400 bucks a month into something. You could about get that $37,000 without too much effort and really mm-hmm. be able to jumpstart their career. And yeah. so, um, you know, just being able, being able to provide an, an education without that huge, heavy burden walking out after graduation, uh, that would be such a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, we'll talk today about people that aren't so for- fortunate to have had that and what you can do about it. Right. And I, I think I don't want to, you know, take it for granted that parents were able to do that. And I don't feel like they should feel bad if they weren't. Again, go back to some stuff we've talked about before, a few other episodes. Um, you know, where we've talked about this, about, you know, it's a, it's, uh, you know, it's a blessing, but it, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be a requirement. Um, if, you know, if you don't feel like you want to do that for your kid, um, you know, as we pivot and, and look towards, um, you know, college, I do want to say that, um, I don't think, and you can disagree with me, Cody. Um, but I don't think college is for everybody. Now I'm not one of those people that's anti-college and say, nobody should go to college. I mean, I went to college. I'm definitely a big fan of it. I think I learned a lot and got a lot of value out of it. But I, I don't think we should just kind of have a blanket that everybody needs to go to college. I think it's based off what you want to accomplish. Now, I think most people, sure, I think you can get a lot of value out of college. Um, but I don't want to say that it's for everybody. Um, I think it depends on what your end goals are and then at what routes you can take to get there. And so I don't think college is the only route. I think there's a lot of stuff that you can do, Um, you know, if you want to go into a trade or if you want to maybe start something yourself, there's definitely some options out there. Um, And then one thing learning, Cody, like going through college is, you know, there's the knowledge that you're going to learn is on the Internet. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. everything is on the Internet already. So really, at, at this point, college is a little bit more about showing that you have studied those things and then, you know, kind of that seal of, you know, being accredited of saying, okay, we certify that, you know, this, this knowledge and you pass these courses versus mm-hmm. just, you know, it doesn't really show as much just saying, Hey, I know it. Um, right. you know, cause I read about it online. Um, but there's definitely, if you just need the, the, the knowledge versus, you know, like, a um, you know, a degree to say that you did it, I mean, most everything's free online. I mean, that's pretty much how we learned half the stuff going through school, right? I mean, just like, you know, just looking up stuff. Yeah, we, um, uh, funny joke, uh, my mom is now going back to college and, uh, mm-hmm. and um, she's just taking a couple classes, but she discovered Chegg and now she has nice. a Chegg subscription. I was nice. like, mom, that's basically college right there. Yeah, um, she's made it. Yeah, yeah, we had, I have one buddy that was fortunate enough to have Chegg throughout college and i think there was about 20 people that somehow got his email and password he shared nice. it to me and he shared it to one other person and i know i didn't i didn't give it up but somehow there was 20 people on his account we all got locked out one night during a test uh studying the night before a test and uh, that was fun but um yeah. <laughs> yeah i thought it was funny but yeah everything's online um and honestly uh, a lot of uh good courses are online. Uh, you mm-hmm. can pay for certain certificates. I know Google's got a nice program. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to learn like a trade, you know, there's community colleges, there's uh, certificate programs. I've got a buddy that just went to a uh, community college for about nine months to take uh, two certain certificates for IT. 
and uh, he he's killing it. I mean, he's doing IT mm-hmm. for several comp- uh, companies. He started his own company. It got bought out, and then now he's doing um it for that company that bought him so he's killing it with you know nine months of of and i think most of it was paid for i think he had to pay for like his textbooks and stuff i think there was scholarships involved so not a lot of investment but a lot of return on investment so you know there's a lot of options out there but you know don't believe the lie that you got to have four-year college degree to be successful um Mm -hmm. i feel like uh some of us were told that um i think our parents were were told that um, and they're like, oh, we got to got to have four year degree if you really, really, really want to get be successful. And that's just not true. And I think the Internet mm-hmm. has proven that, um, you know, uh, I think it was uh, Steve Jobs was a flunk out like he didn't finish. He doesn't yeah. ha- he didn't have a degree. And we all know what he accomplished. So, yeah, you know, yeah, th- th- this idea that you need to have a degree. That's that's not true. It just depends on what your goals are. Yeah, no, definitely. And it, obviously not everybody is going to be you know, Steve Jobs, but I think there's a lot of other situations where it'll apply. And I feel like there's two extremes we can take college to. Um, To your point, sometimes I feel like we think that we can't succeed unless we have a college degree. And I think in certain areas, you may have to work harder or you will have to work harder if you don't have a college degree, but I think you can still succeed. But then the other extreme I feel like we fall into is that if you have a college degree, you're going to succeed, which it's not mm-hmm. true either because I know some, I know too many people that I went to school with that thought, Oh, Hey, once I graduate and get this degree, people are going to be lining up to hire me. And the fact was, is like, you got to still put in a lot of work to get some experience and to like apply to a lot of different places and work hard in that. You can't just say like, you know, show up and be like, all right, where are the jobs at? Um, yeah. cause they're, they're just not going to be there if you don't also put in the effort. So mm-hmm. I think there's we can fall in either one of those two extremes. So I think just thinking about it um, just practically, and maybe that's not how most people think about it. Usually we think about the time and the fun, and there's plenty of that. Um, but if you want to just think about it from a money standpoint, I think just being practical with it um, to really know what you're getting yourself into so you don't you know, kind of waste that time. And it's a very expensive uh, uh, mistake mm-hmm. you know, if you, you know, don't quite get a lot out of it. Um, so for those that uh, would look at college, um, I would say probably a first thing you might want to look at is what you want to study, or at least wouldn't you say, Cody, maybe just what you want to kind of do as your career. Mm-hmm. Would that be kind of the first thing um, yeah. you would look at as well? Yeah. So that's a big deal. And I, I don't want to tell people that you got to have your life figured out. Um, I definitely mm-hmm. didn't. And right now I don't really use my degree. I have a math degree and I, and I work in business. I run a company. So I, I've used my degree, um, but it's not quite like what that career choice was. You know, applied mathematics mm. would mean I would be doing data analytics, whereas I'm doing business. And really, it's stuff that if I don't know something, uh, like something accounting related or something um, customer relations related, I Google it. You know, and right. I think the only thing I really learned was uh, how to Google really well. Yeah. And so yeah. um, and I also want to go back to uh, what you were saying. Just because you had a degree doesn't mean uh, that there's going to be a job. There's a and this is one of the greatest wake up moments for me in my, my college career was I I had been to two colleges. I went to a community college and then went to a uh, university and then I and then I transferred to an institute, Georgia Institute of Technology. And my first semester, we, they were having a job fair 
And I was like, oh man, I'm at, I'm at Georgia Tech. I'm, yeah. I'm doing a math degree. I've got good grades. Let's do this. And I went to a workshop to create a resume to go to the, to go to this job yeah. fair. And the first thing they asked me was, what's your experience? And I said, well, I, I don't have any, I have my education. And he goes, all right, well, let's see what we got. And they sat there and we tried to figure out what I could prove that I knew what I was doing. And we, we did, you know, projects I worked on mm -hmm. all this good stuff. But like the only job experience was tutoring for a semester at the at the at the math lab and i i have to say i was so embarrassed going to that job fair i mean right. i went to everything i went to dhl i went to google went to facebook and i'm handing out i've got my nice suit suit and tie and i'm just like hey yeah. and they i have one guy from dhl look at it and goes i'm sorry there's nothing here and he gives me the resume <laughs> back and oh it Ouch. hurt that stinks. it hurt really bad so uh uh luckily a um a neighbor of mine uh my my parents took me in to do an internship for me uh, in an interesting field, and I was able to slowly build some experience. Right. Um, but that that moment, I realized that degree doesn't mean as much as I thought it did. Right. And uh, there was entire workshops dedicated to getting you co-ops and internships. And, and something I learned as um, as it, in being in an engineering school was you didn't get a job after college if you didn't do a co-op or right. several internships. And they would go, you know, seven years studying and going to internships studying going to a co-op and then finally being able to go get uh that job that they wanted so it's not right. just a degree and you're good to go um mm -hmm. that that is a lie and I, I think that's even more so nowadays uh than it was you know a couple of years ago right yeah more is being expected as more people kind of get that base level of a college degree then it becomes okay what's going to di differentiate you from everyone else got, that got the same degree as you and then it's going to come into work experience and you know how motivated you are and a lot of other factors you know as you mentioned um so it's not just like you've got you know the golden ticket of a college degree which i think it can help in a lot of industries um but it's not necessarily going to be something you could just show and then automatically get in wherever you want um mm -hmm. there's still going to be a lot of work on top of that um, so then, you know, just going back to looking at what you want to do, I definitely had no idea what I wanted to do as a senior in high school going into college. So I don't feel like you, you know, maybe can or will have everything planned out, but at least a general idea can help of just what you want to study, um, or what you want to do and then kind of working backwards from there. Um, cause if it's something that maybe you don't need a four year degree, then maybe that's a route you don't want to take. Um, and kind of looking at it that way of will this degree or, you know, however much school you want to do, will that help you get to that next place that you want to be? Mm -hmm. And if you don't know, um, then I would be just weary of taking out large student loans for an unknown um, versus if you got a general idea of kind of where you want to head. Um, or at least start putting some time and effort into thinking about it. Um, cause I definitely, you know, would hate, you know, for somebody to spend a bunch of money or get a bunch of student loans and then find out that you didn't really need it and maybe it'll be worth it for you. But, um, you know, usually it'd be better to avoid those, you know, those type of scenarios. And then I feel like once you get that done, the next big question is where do you go? 
Um, so Cody, you chose to stay in state, right? I know that's a big Mm -hmm. discussion of, do you go away to college? Do you stay in state? Um, and I, you know, if I remember right, you know, going through it, there was definitely a lot of savings to go to an in-state school versus an out-of-state. And then also you look at, you know, private versus public. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, there's definitely a lot of big, you know, savings to be had. So was there a big jump for you? Cause I'm trying to think most of the schools you would have went through would have been public, but then, um, I think techs, you know, would probably be a little bit more of a jump, you know, from those. Right. Yeah. So, uh, tech is a, uh, public institute. So, oh, it is, um, okay. they qualified for that. And actually there was, um, transfer programs this is something to, I also want to throw in there. Uh, there's transfer programs that bigger colleges will do with small colleges. Hmm. And I wasn't part of this because I wasn't, um, I didn't do that route. I was a math degree, but I had several engineering friends who did their core at a small, um, uh, university. Um, in, in fact, I think some two year colleges had the same program. They would do their core and then they would transfer over to, to the bigger college. Um, I know that Clemson does this, Georgia tech did this. Um, uh, I think Florida does this. And, and if, that's in the Southeast. It's the colleges I know and, and hear about, but I'm, I'm pretty positive that a lot of universities do this with in state. Mm-hmm. So yeah, huge savings in state. Um, in fact, I remember looking at in state versus out of state and even out of country. Um, cause uh, Georgia tech had a lot mm-hmm. of people coming in from, from different countries and they would be paying five to six times what I was paying. Ouch. And, and yeah. it's just insane stuff. And I was live, I lived at home for most of it. Uh, I stayed for about a year. Uh, during some some hard semesters uh, to to try to tuck her down and get done, um, but uh, yeah, I stayed. I I took the bus. I drove the forty five minute to an hour every day, and was able to save a ton of money. So it really wasn't that bad. Um, but that was going that in state route, and also going with going to smaller colleges, going to a technical college, to then to university, and then to institute. Mo- the bulk of the money was spent actually at those um, smaller colleges. And all Mm. I did was make sure that whatever I did there transferred, we didn't Mm. waste any money. So we would all, we'd be calling the college that I wanted to go to saying, Hey, does this transfer over? Is it the same credit that goes to the same degree? We're really proactive about making sure that what effort I'm putting in really goes to what I want. And that's something that I learned was something that wasn't very popular people would take classes that did not, they, they, they would just want to take a class for fun. And I understand that. Like sometimes you mm-hmm. can, um, I know yeah. at the university of North Georgia, if you took four classes or five classes, it didn't matter. It was the same. Anything over four was the same mm-hmm. amount for tuition. So, you know, there was a class called history of chairs. Everybody would go grab just to nice. just get an A <laughs> until the professor find out that's what it was for and decided to make it hard. Um, but, uh, <laughs> The that's awesome. yeah, that's pretty Ours bad. Was, um, like, at ASU, they had a uh, a Beatles class, so um, <laughs> that that was a big one that a lot of people wanted to go take. It was just studying the Beatles the whole time. So it sounds nice. like a pretty fun. Pretty fun. I took class. choir for one day one to get day. that A <laughs> until I realized what what that entailed, and uh, that's some freaky people. <laughs> yeah, and that's a lot of work. My my sister did choir. There's a lot of practices and performances and yeah. stuff that go into being involved with that. That's funny. They were like, it was like a, just, they everybody knew each other. I just felt so out of place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, yeah, I, I, I can't do this. I, I stayed for a day. <laughs> uh, but anyway, but making those kinds of decisions that 
making sure that it goes to your degree. Um, mm-hmm. And then another big thing is, um, and I, I found this out towards the end of my college career was that I didn't, I didn't choose the right degree, mm. but I chose to stick with the degree because it would have cost him more if I had changed my degree because right, a lot yeah. of what I took did not transfer over to that other degree. It was business. So about my senior year, I realized I wanted to be in business after an internship I took. That was actually the one that you and I took. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, business is where I want to be. And I was too far, too far into it. So I did some, some risk assessment and realized like it, a degree doesn't really matter as much. It's more the, the fact that you worked hard, you got something, and then what, what's your experience? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, where you go matters a little bit. And so I just decided to stay with that degree. But I had a lot of friends who decided to switch midway and they had to take on, you know, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 more in student loans just to be able to make it. And I was there when it was happening. Uh, three math majors, because math is hard, uh, yeah. they transferred to a CS majors and they, I was there to help them with that transition and then looking at their student loans and they, in their brains, they're so stressed out. They didn't even think of it. They just said, you know what? What's another $50,000 hit the button and change their degrees. And I'm not saying that wasn't the right decision. Maybe it was for them, but we start to get that mindset of I'm already in so much debt. What's another 15 K what's another 50 K. Um, it's a lot, you know, do the math on that. That's, that's, this is, this is some serious stuff. And I'm not saying you can't get a student loan, but if you do really figure out what you want to do. Yeah. And uh, if you don't know what you want to do, maybe it's not worth putting in all the effort yet. Maybe go to a smaller college, maybe take a couple of classes, pay out of pocket, mm-hmm. try to get a scholarship if you can and see what you want to do before you start pulling in money from other people and borrowing it to go focus on your career. Right. I mean, it's classic return on investment, right? If you, you want to make sure if you're going to be taking on this risk or paying out this money you want to make sure you're going to get something out of it. So, you know, if you're going to pay a lot in student loans, you'd hope that that helps you secure a job that pays you more than if you didn't get it versus just going through it. I mean, if you want to just for fun, go through college and maybe take out student loans um, and not really have it as far as any career aspirations, I just say it's probably going to take you a while to pay those off. So if you're willing to take that risk, that's fine. Um, but it's going to bury you for a while versus somebody that's like, okay, this gets me to this point. Like I can get this job and then I can, you know, it'll give me a leg up because I did this. Um, and so that's the way that I feel like most people should look at college versus the way that they, you know, that's not really the way that they look at it. Um, but I feel like you could get more out of it when you look at it from that ROI you know, return on investment perspective. Um, so then, you know, going back to like which schools, um, you know, I'd say it doesn't always ma- have to be a big name school. As you mentioned, I am, a, I am a big fan of community college for the first two years. If you want to go to a four year, get a four year degree, um, because a lot of community colleges, it's going to be very similar courses that are going to transfer directly and be so much cheaper than going mm-hmm. to like, you know, a big college. And then if, if you're worried about, Oh, I don't want to have community college pop up, you know, uh, when somebody looks at me, you know, if they dig in, they can you find it, but it's going to show that you have, if you get a four year degree, it's going to show you have a bachelor's degree from the big school. 
So Mm -hmm. wherever you finish is going to be the next line. Like if you don't love where you got your bachelor's and you go out and get a master's, that's going to show, okay, you could just say, I got a master's from here. Very rarely are going to say, but where did you get your bachelor's though? You know, or where did you study the first two years? It's it's Mm -hmm. not going to come up as much as where did you finish? Oh, I graduated from this school. Um, so like I took some community college classes in high school, uh, and that definitely helped out, um, getting ahead, but I still say I graduated from Arizona state. I don't say, well, Mm -hmm. I took three classes from a community college, so it doesn't technically count. It's like, no, I, you know, I did those, but I ended up finishing at, um, Arizona state. Um, and so I, I know people that did two years, uh, community college, you get the prerequisites out of the way. Those classes are going to be very similar regardless of your major. Um, You know, if you want to go business route, those first two years are pretty much going to look the same regardless of your business major or Mm -hmm. science or math or, you know, wherever you want to go. Um, So if you want to get those first two years out of the way somewhere cheaper and then you can go, you know, somewhere that may be a little bit more expensive, a bigger name, um, you know, for the rest of the two years, I think that's a great value. that you can get, um, you know, with getting the same knowledge and stuff, but it's going to be a lot cheaper, um, you know, as far as that goes. And then, you know, I'd say, you know, we like saying we went to the private, you know, expensive, you know, schools, your Ivy League schools. Um, But I think looking at those two about, you know, what's the investment you're going to have to make and then how much extra is it worth to go there? I will say I, I put more cred on somebody that, went to a you know a nicer school uh but that may not be everyone and you got to think is it worth paying three four five times as much just to say you got it from that name or are you going to learn that much more from that school so i don't think you should just take it for granted that like oh you know i'm going to try to get into the best school which may be good but it may not be the best fit for you and uh mm-hmm. and where you want to go yeah some Would people bought off too much or bought off more than they could chew and uh, mm-hmm. those big Ivy League schools that we talk about that everybody wants to go to most most of the time, not every time, most of the time, those are extremely smart people who got a free ride because of how smart they are and had scholarships out the wazoo and was able to go to MIT or Harvard or Yale or whatever. That's usually what happens that or they just got really rich, you know, moms and dads. But right. that's not as common as you think it is. Um, but sometimes it is somebody who is wanting that recognition that, you know, that label on their deg- or on their uh, diploma saying that they went to that school and then they bite off way more than they can chew. And they're in way too much debt for something that they could have gotten similar at a small public university that was local and would have been able to have the same effect. So, sure, you know, if you went to MIT to become an engineer. That's pretty awesome. But Mm -hmm. if you became an engineer at, you know, a local college uh, here, we have one uh, that used to be called Southern Poly and it was swallowed up by Kennesaw State. So now Kennesaw State, um, it's got a really good engineering program. Um, And, you know, they uh, they pride themselves in in what they do. And there's a lot of good people that come out of it. And it is significantly cheaper than going to Georgia Tech or MIT or Caltech or any of these places. Yeah. And so, you know, you don't have to have, so sometimes I think we, we want that, that big, you know, that recognition of, of the crazy school that we went to. Um, but you know, if we're not super, super smart, maybe we don't belong there. You know what I mean? 
Right. And I'm not saying that it's like a it's like a really mean thing. I'm not trying to, you know, kill your hopes and dreams, but you know, we need to I think we need to start biting what we can chew. Yeah. Taking in what we're able to to um afford, taking what we can do mentally mm-hmm. and make sure that our GPA doesn't suffer. I made the mistake of going, I think I went to Georgia Tech too early. I wasn't ready and my GPA suffered and I almost lost some scholarships and that could have been really bad. Thankfully it didn't mm-hmm. happen. So, um, but I know some people that decided to just stay at the old university. They could have transferred, but they decided to stay at the other university. So that way they could continue doing more core classes, continue keeping, trying to get up their GPA, keeping the scholarships and then try to transfer a year later. Mm. Um, and so that was a, that was a really wise choice on their part where me, I was, I was just like, yeah, let's transfer. And I did. And yeah. then I was like, what did I just do? You know? Yeah. So my GPA suffered greatly because I jumped the gun on it. And so uh, that would be something I would recommend is really just knowing, trying to figure out what you want to do and then be laser focused at achieving that goal. Because if we waver and we don't know what we want, we don't know what career we want, or we get our eyes on something really, really big, we could really deter from the end goal of what we wanted Mm -hmm. to be. Like, did I want to go to law school? Do I want to, did I want to, what was the goal? Do I want to go to Harvard law or did I want to become a lawyer? You know, mm-hmm. and then we could have you could have went to a public uh, school that was near you and got a, the same kind of law degree, maybe not as great a recognition, but the same kind of law degree. And you would have been basically at the same place that you would have been otherwise. Right. Yeah, it just depends on what you want to get out of it. Um, and I'd say that name recognition, it, it is worth something. I mean, it is worth something to say that you went to that school. I think you could definitely get, you know, if it pays off, you can get a significant a head start and a significant jump on maybe others that just got, you know, a college degree. But I will say too, after, um, you know, after the longer you're out of school, the a little bit less it means, um, you know, once you get 10 years into, you know, five, 10 years into working, I feel like that starts to mean a little bit less versus if you're just fresh out of school. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something to think about as well. Um, we, we don't really talk about this with, when it comes to college, but we talk about with other stuff is value. <laughs> we always talk about not just go where it's cheap. That's not what Cody and I are saying. Of just find the cheapest option or say, what's the best value for you? Don't just necessarily say, well, let's go to the most expensive school I can find. Um, that doesn't obviously, that doesn't um, automatically mean it's the best option for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so think about the value that you're getting out of it. Um, and then quickly, there's a few other things um, uh, that we want to, you know, that might help as well is a big one is scholarships. Um, Cody and I can both attest to this, that scholarships helped us out, um, a ton. And it's why we were able to go where we did. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I wouldn't have been able to go to, um, you know, Arizona state. I probably would have gone to a much smaller school. Um, you know, but through the scholarships that I was able to get, like that made the difference for me. Um, and I think you'd say the same for how you were able to, you know, eventually go to, uh, to Georgia tech. Mm -hmm. So I'd say, uh, as far as those go, uh, let me know if you have any additional things, but I would say study a ton, um, for your ACTs and SATs. If you're going to take either one of those, um, really put some time into those because those scores can help dramatically. Like my, the scholarship, one of the scholarships I got was just purely based off my ACT score. So if you do well on those, um, you know, that can really help you get uh, some decent scholarships and it's free money. I mean, 
you're mm-hmm. probably you're gonna have to take the test anyway so if you put a little extra time to try to do well and they can give you a scholarship you know it's just added bonus uh on top um uh, you know maybe try to do well in high school <laughs> high school gpa also <laughs> kind of plays a role in that as well um and then at the, la- the last thing i'd say is apply to a bunch of scholarships um i know some people that um, basically took it as their part-time job their senior year of high school was just applying for college scholarships and so i mean if you think about it if it takes you know you may say like oh it's going to take me two hours to fill out this application but if you get a thousand dollars you know each year like that's a pretty good uh return on your two hour investment of applying for that scholarship Mm -hmm. and if you apply for a bunch they may not all be you know full ride scholarships but if you apply for a few that are, you know, a few hundred dollars and you get a few of them, that can make a huge difference. Um, so I'd say spend the time applying for scholarships. And I know some people that um, I think there's scholarships that if you get them and it's above your tuition, they'll let you keep the money. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could be a big perk is like, you know, hey, this covered more than my tuition. And plus you get the money on top. of it. So I think yeah. that could be a great value as far as time spent. And then the return you're able to get. Uh, any yeah. extra thoughts on you know looking at scholarships and stuff, Cody? Yeah. So um, now you hit the hair, uh, nail on the head on scholarships. Uh, but one thing to also keep in mind is uh, some uh, employers will pay for your tuition. Mm. Um, if uh, in fact I heard that Amazon recently is uh, paying or helping pay for uh, people's tuition, and I know that. Uh, Publix, because I was looking at it, uh, they would pay for your entire degree if it was public um, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, reasonably priced. They would pay for your entire degree. You had to commit to like what kind of degree it was, it had to be something that that could benefit them. And you had to promise to work for them for, you know, a certain amount of time after. Mm-hmm. But for I mean, at that the, point, you, yeah, you got to guarantee those on the job. West Coast, uh, Publix is a grocery store. Just throwing that out there. We don't, we don't have Publix, have Publix? Out here. No, we don't have Publix. What? <laughs> I didn't know so, that. Yeah, so it's kind of like... What uh, would be a Publix out there? Um, Do you guys have Safeway there? Or like... Because it's... No. Oh, okay. Well, shit. Because we... I was like... <laughs> our Safeway equivalent is like fries. We have Safeway and fries and that type of stuff. Okay. I know fries is like Kroger. That's what I'm thinking of. Kroger. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fries is the uh, West Coast Kroger. That's yeah, what I'm thinking Publix about. is Sorry, like a really Safeway. expensive Kroger, but there's nice people that work there and they have gotcha. a decent like okay. um, attitude and it, it's nice to go there, you know, spend twice as much as you would have at like Aldi yeah. or something. So uh, sorry anyway. to derail you, but I just figured I'd clarify for those who's like, what the heck is he talking about? Publix? I had no idea. I thought everybody had a Publix. No. Wow. That just changes my perspective. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, they'll they'll pay for your uh, I think it was their your business degree. Um, and you just had to promise to work for them afterwards, Mm -hmm. which is a guaranteed job. Like that's a really good thing. And so, you know, that may not be quite what you want. It's like, I don't want to be a bagger boy, you know, while I'm trying to get my degree, but Hey, you know, it may take you a little bit longer, but you didn't have to pay for it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so that might be a good option. Yeah. Um, and you know, again, you don't really have to go to college if you want to start a career. Um, I've got friends who never went to college. They, uh, got a couple of certificates that local colleges were mm-hmm. were um hosting you know like workshops and then they would get mm-hmm. a certificate and they're well on their way in like plumbing hvac um like i said it 
and they're doing great for themselves. So, you know, you don't have to go to college, Uh, but if you do, scholarships are great. Uh, But another thing would be to look at maybe uh, seeing if either your current employer can help you pay it or potentially working for somebody uh, that Mm -hmm. would be willing to, to help you out. Yeah, I think, you know, working through I'm a big fan of working while going to school. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't have a, a specific study, but I, I believe I've heard it multiple times that students who work while they go to school actually perform better than students who don't work. Um, it's kind of an interesting thing of I think you're just kind of in the um, the mode of working and so you're more apt to maybe put a little extra effort into the studying um Mm -hmm. and so i feel like also there's you know a more realistic sense of you feel yourself working through it versus just kind of you know just winging it through school and you know kind of being a little more reckless with it versus like oh okay i'm committed to this if i'm working through it um so if you can find like work study programs um you know one thing i'll if you're going to live on campus um, one thing is there's a lot of like dorm jobs that if you want to add that on, um, like I know one of my friends is, I think they call it like a life leader. It's basically, mm-hmm. it's not quite the responsibility of like an, um, uh, a room supervisor or an RN or anything like that. Um, but they basically just see how people are doing, make sure they need, you know, if they need anything and they pretty much cover for his board, you know, like, um, I think every year. So adding on small things like that, that maybe a little extra work can save you a ton of money, um, you know, when you're looking at that. And so I hope at least you get the sense from Cody and I that, um, you know, I'm not against, um, you know, going to college, but I think you need to be wise about it. And then also don't take it as a, um, oh, I'm just going to throw, you know, not really focus in this time and kind of just live it up. But there are small things you can do and still enjoy. Like I had a ton of fun in college. Like I still want people to have fun uh, and to enjoy it. But there are small things you can do that'll save you a ton on the back end. Like the stuff we're talking about with scholarships, it may seem very small, but like that's the difference between being able to start a career and being able to kind of hit the ground running and being able to actually keep a lot of what you make versus for the next you know, 10 years after you get to school, 10 plus years, a big, you know, a decent chunk of your paycheck is going to be gone just to pay off, you know, part of your student loans, you know, or just the making the minimum payments on those, or if you want to pay them off early, um, you know, and try to get those, you know, taken care of, it's going to take a lot of effort versus if you just put a little bit of effort in ahead of time, I feel like you can, um, you know, get ahead, uh, on that uh, as well as, you know, also making, you know, choices based off, how much stuff costs versus just, you know, what school you kind of want to go to. Uh, Mm -hmm. Any thought, extra thoughts on that, Cody? No, just, you know, keeping that mind, if you're searching for scholarships and, you know, it's just 500 bucks or a thousand bucks a year, you know, that's a thousand dollars that you don't have to get a loan for. That's going to be collecting interest after you graduate. And, uh, you know, we don't have to tell you what, what compound interest can do to you. So, you know, it's just even just a little bit. And, uh, you know, if you feel like, and we've said this before, but if you feel like uh, you, there's a career path you really want, like say go to medical school or, or become a lawyer and you don't see any other way, but taking in some student loans, like, you know, again, it's, it's, it is your choice. We understand like, you know, yeah. we're, we're super against debt, but if, if you are so passionate about that, that you don't care about say financial independence or, or, you know, retiring super early or something like that, then, then by all means, please follow your dreams. 
But if you are focused in a career that has to do with, you know, having financial stability and starting your career, you know, at, at a good footing and graduating and ready to hit, to hit the ground running, then we really think the the best option is to focus on a debt free or a minimal debt college situation. And uh, we believe that that is the best way to start your career. And yeah. so uh, we highly recommend, you know, trying to opt out of, you know, don't look at the big schools. Don't look at, you know, if you can, that's great. You know, if you're, if you're blessed to do that, but don't focus too much on that. Focus on what, what you want to do and getting the best value mm. for your money and taking on the let the least amount of risk as possible. And that'll set you up for success. Yeah. Again, it's all about what you want to get out of it because it, it, you know, maybe worth it taking on all that debt as far as a, a way, you know, again, if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer, that may be a great boost for you if you're willing to take that risk. Um, I've just, you know, I, I think I'm echoing a lot what you're saying. I've just seen too many people take on such a big burden um, without getting much out of it. And so just try to avoid that if you can. Um, you know, I'm not against it for, you know, Again, things where if you know the risk you're getting into and you want to, it's worth it for you, then, you know, by all means, if that's going to um, help you get to where you want to go, then that, you know, um, then that may make the most sense uh, for you. But just be wise about it instead of just jumping into it just because that's what everyone else is doing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think we're about time, so we're going to wrap it up. But if you guys got any questions, uh, got any college questions, uh, maybe about student loans, anything like that, uh, please visit our website, www.willandcody.com. You can submit a uh, question on our contact us page, and we'll answer it on the podcast. Uh, But we'll see you guys next time. See you guys.